Welcome to Weir's World, the All Ears podcast, which will take you on a roller coaster journey around the world. Follow me from Beijing to New York City and back as I share my tales to tell, encompassing the tenures of Gliadrich and the Kabbalistic Cavalry, as well as touring with some well known faces. From celebrity stories to travel nightmares, we'll be reminiscing on the ridiculousness of it all, with special guests jumping in along the way. All Ears is your new favourite weekly podcast. Hello again. Hello again. Still here. <laughs> we're making a making a habit of this, are we? I know. <laughs> What's this episode five? Something like we're not good with maths. Maybe we should stay away from <laughs> numbers. Yeah, we've clarified yeah. that previously. This, this uh, is one of the episodes. How's things? You good? Yeah, good. Yeah, good to see that the, the world's getting into a better place. Um, Covid's disappeared now, obviously, which is brilliant to see because we're now back gigging again. <laughs> not, Wait, not, hold on. Hold on. What year is this? Not, not that I'm bitter at all about the entire thing, um, uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, just to clarify, we are recording this in 2020 and not uh, 2040. That's it's, right. It's yeah. worth, worth clarifying. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot we're not doing any gigs now. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you are right. Gigs? What's yeah. a gig? Good point. Yeah. How, so to, to those podcast masses who perhaps have never experienced a thing like... A gig. Mm. How would you describe a gig? Well, I remember it from years ago. Remember years ago when we used to do these... It was like mass gatherings. And everyone mass came gathering. into... How, how do you define a mass gathering? Um, more than two households or whatever the rules are. <laughs> Again, I am not bitter at all. Um, but it used to be these massive things that were good because people would come into our room or a tent or even outside and they would stand and listen and watch... Um, live music mm. and I remember them being the most incredible experiences because you have people of different ages and backgrounds and races and whatnot, but they were all there for one common purpose or one reason and that was they enjoyed that music that was on stage at that mm. moment in time that's quite a drawn out definition of mass gatherings, I w- uh, that won't make the Collins Dictionary again, I'm not bitter <laughs> at all <laughs> but um, and like, and they could do that without wearing like a bandana or a thing over your face. Yeah, we mentioned the bandanas before in a previous episode. Um, mm. We've not we've not mentioned them at all at gigs yet. <sighs> Did you see that article about the guy in England <laughs> who decided to, to use a snake as a face covering? No, I did not actually. No, <laughs> he got no. on a bus. He got on a bus with a snake over his face, and God. the driver the driver wouldn't let him on because he didn't have a face covering. And he said, "Yeah, but this is my face covering." And so he, the, the driver had to give in. He got uh-huh. on the bus, but the, the government had to clarify that uh, a snake is not a, a not an appropriate use of a uh, face covering. I mean, like I say, I'm not bitter, but I really think that that we should do gigs again because look at what it's doing to people. They're wearing snakes on their faces. People you know? are going bonkers. Yeah, it really is. Snakes on their faces and is that not a film? Snakes on faces. Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Maybe it's a film of a different genre. I'm thinking of. We're two minutes in and we've done nothing yeah. but digress. Wait, we three are now. three. <laughs> three. Now. We've ruined it. We are here again, 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 uh, and we are going to talk tonight, uh, this afternoon, today, this morning, whenever or however you may be listening <laughs> to this podcast. I'm putting a timestamp on it. Uh, we're here this evening uh, to um, talk about awards dinners, which is mm. where we finished uh, episode four. We should, we should add, just when Ross, uh, when we finished with Ross, we had a wee conversation afterwards and Craig mentioned awards dinners and Ross sighed very loudly, put his head in his hands and said, good luck. Not sure what that means, Ross. 
It may be something to do with the fact that awards dinners often bring with them free alcohol. Mm, a lot. Yeah. A lot of free alcohol. To which we will try to recall some key points <laughs> uh, in this evening's podcast. Um, if you followed us for now five episodes, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We've had some great feedback. Um, hopefully that will continue. Can't promise that it will. Um, <laughs> but, but awards dinners. Um <clears throat> We, um, slash I, have been really, really um, fortunate to have been invited to, I don't know why, like, <laughs> to, to arrange... They do, they do know you, right? <laughs> yeah, seemingly. <laughs> like, they've invited us, myself, whoever, to um, numerous awards, dinners and stuff over the years. And one of the most special of those was um, the evening that I was nominated for a Sunday Mail Young Scott Award. That nomination, I believe, was made by our provost at the time, Helen Oswald, who was such a fantastic lady, sadly lost her life a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she was um, a big supporter of the band and of mine, um, and had opted to nominate me, um, unbeknownst to me, for one of these um, Young Scott Awards, which was a great honour to have had from your local provost. <clears throat> I made the short list. Um, which was an amazing honour, an amazing feeling. And what that meant, though, was that I had some cameras following me around for a little bit, <laughs> following <laughs> my every move uh, while I was doing different things. They, they, they didn't capture my life modelling. Uh, mm, they missed yeah. that out from the from my weekly routine. Thank God. Uh, which is mm. possibly good because yep. the event went live on yep. STV. And I don't think anybody needs to see that. Well, they're not on national telly anyway. Not on national television, no. But they followed the band to a couple events. They followed me when I was kind of leading the pipe band. They even came and filmed me teaching a couple of my private piping students. So that was it was very fly on the wall for a while while they were doing that. But equally, it was quite a cool thing to have them following me around to put together this nomination video. They, um, it was, two, actually I should clarify, 2014 um, that we're mm. back in. So we've gone back in time now from 2040, yeah. right the way back right to way 2014. Back to yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's 36 years, is that? Yeah, yeah something 36 like years. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it. Yeah, feel like it. Uh, we're old, we're great. <laughs> no, 20, 2014, and I was nominated for the Arts Award at the, at the Young Scott Awards. Um, they've got a whole range of different categories, and in great company if you're ever nominated or shortlisted for one of these awards. Do you ever remember who you were nominated <clears throat> alongside? Just out of curiosity. I remember one of the guys, but I don't remember what he was there for. I remember talking to him at the dinner because the way that they the way that they structured it was that there were um, there was a dinner before the awards. The dinner was in the Crown Plaza at the um, at Glasgow in Glasgow and then you went through to the Clyde Auditorium, the Armadillo for the awards part. Mm-hmm. And I remember speaking to one of the guys but I don't I sadly don't remember what he was nominated for. So we had our dinner, we all mingled, we, it was great. And then we, we moved through to the to the awards event itself. There was a bit of a red carpet and, and whatnot. There was a few different celebrities and stuff kicking about. And so then the awards started themselves. It was uh, Romeo, David, Fa- David mm. what's his name, David Farrell. Yeah. That was that was hosting the night. And then it came to it came to my award, my award category, and I and I thought I honestly thought I had no chance because of the who I was up against. Obviously, I can't remember now um, what they won and what they did, but I, I felt that my story was a lot less 
maybe what's the word appropriate maybe for or yeah or relevant to the, the wider public but so <laughs> David Farrell announces the, the awards category the arts awards pl- plays the show reels for each each nomination yep and then he says uh, to present the to present the award please welcome to the stage Helen Flanagan I about fell off my chair I the thought, way you straight away went oh <laughs> fantastic <laughs> I went oh Imagine if I'd actually won this award. That would be something else, would it? Like, oh. <laughs> Imagine I, the photo you would have got. Unbelievable, yeah. Mm. What an opportunity. Yeah. She goes up there and she says, and the winner is Craig Weir. I thought, what? There's no <laughs> danger, right? So just to clarify, this event is, gonna, is getting filmed for national television <laughs> and suddenly I have to go up and accept this award from Helen Flanagan and deliver it. Some kind of semblance of a an acceptance speech. I take so you didn't have one ready just in case. <laughs> no, I you, didn't. You didn't think I ahead. Didn't. Or, no. I didn't. Okay. Um, I really didn't think that I was gonna gonna win it. I didn't think there was <laughs> any chance. My actually, my mum might still have a video of that on her phone. Maybe we can use. Maybe we can actually <laughs> play that. And the winner is Craig. Um, so I had to go up, and you know, you know when, <laughs> you know when people win awards, like you watch them on the telly and whatnot, mm, right? And they yeah. go up really gracefully, and they get to they get to like. Kiss the person who's presenting the award. Yeah. A nice, nice little smooch, nice little hug or whatever. And then you present the award, and then they they disappear, and you you say your bit. Yeah. Well, I remember walking down the aisle of the Clyde Auditorium, thinking this is nuts. Like I'm away to a get an award, like a pretty big award, and b like I'm I'm getting it from Helen Flanagan. This is nuts. What I didn't realise at the time, when I was so keen to to go and get my award, was that. Helen Flanagan standing there leaning in for said kiss and I walked right past her. <laughs> like, in hindsight, that is a that is a serious regret. I mean, I was about to say, you were you were there as a as a young guy, Helen Flanagan's up on the stage, and you're thinking, Oh, imagine if I got this award from her, that one moment in your life where you think, Yeah, okay, well meet Helen Flanagan, get a wee photo, and you walked right past her. My kiss with Helen Flanagan was right there on a the plate. Yeah. Like it was teed up. Yeah. In front of a national audience. Yeah. And I just walked right past her and ran for my award. What a mentor. Shocking. Yeah. I, like, I genuinely don't I, know what to say there. <laughs> I have literally shown up the male population of our country right now, I would think. Um, yes. I, in fact, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed, I think, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so, I, uh, I, I uh, somehow avoid my kiss with Helen Flanagan. I pick up my award. And all these TV cameras are suddenly on me, mm. and I've got to d- deliver this this, this speech, speech that you have no idea <laughs> what to say. And I'm pretty sure I just said need to th- the classic need to thank mum and dad. Yeah. Um, I think I, fa- I thanked the pipe band. I thanked the, I definitely thanked the boys in Gliadric, dedicated yeah. it to them, and off I went because I had to do a couple more interviews for different press things. Mm-hmm. Obviously elated at the fact that I just won this prestigious award. Yeah. Do you know Dane Bowers? Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah. What do you think of Dane Bowers? Um, it depends what your story is about to be, I suppose. Is it a positive story? I'd never been a fan of him. I always thought he just came across as a bit, I don't know. The judgmental side of me suggested that I, I was never a fan of him. I, I mean, yeah. I wasn't into his music. I yeah. just thought he was maybe a bit of a um, mm. And I didn't know he was there. 
I literally, the first person to congratulate me on winning my award was Dane Bowers. So just to clarify, <laughs> from the male population perspective, you avoided a kiss with Helen Flanagan <laughs> or even a cuddle, and instead you approached the guy that you weren't a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And so Dane Bowers is there, and he was such a lovely guy. You know, it's one of these things, it's funny how your impression of someone mm. from the TV or from, like, like afar yeah. can be so wrong yeah. when, you meet, mm. when, when you meet a person in person. Yeah, so just to clarify, Dane Bowers is not a <laughs> That's groundbreaking <laughs> stuff. And, and you didn't get a kiss from him. <clears throat> didn't, didn't get a kiss from Helen Flanagan. Didn't get a kiss from Dane Bowers. Yeah, well, see, we're learning loads of things in this what, podcast. What a revelation. We are learning a lot. What a revelation. Dane, if you're listening, thanks for being a good guy. Helen... Can we do it again? <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so it was grand. Dane Bowers congratulated me. We did some interviews and stuff. And then it was just a really, really surreal night. Uh, celebrating, like, at the after party and whatnot. It was um, it was pretty amazing. If it wasn't crazy enough mm-hmm. that Helen Flanagan yep. had been there and that Kiss was there on a plate. Do you, do you know, do you remember Nicola McLean? Yes. Yeah. 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 Page three. Did you, say, did, you say, did you say musician? Oh, I'm thinking Benedetti. The, the Nicola <laughs> not to confuse I was like, oh, she's not in pastry. <laughs> not to no. confuse Nicola. Oh, oh my god. Nicola Benedetti. You never worked with Nicola her before. McLean. Never will. Uh, you, you know who I'm on about, Nicola McLean now, mm. yeah? So the like yes. the page three model. She she'd not long been in Hold on, a let celebrity. Me, let me just get a photo up just so I can clarify. Yeah. Don't want to get confused between them. I mean, you probably you possibly would want a further with Nicola McLean, but um that's a whole different ballgame. Just for the podcast masses, uh, Ali is currently googling Nicola McLean. He is still. Googling. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know her. After the awards, um, yes. I am going up to my hotel room, and Nicola McLean mm-hmm. stops me in the corridor at her hotel room door, which coincidentally was, I think, next door or across the corridor. Right. And rather than rather than congratulate me, she obviously wasn't as nice nice a person as Dame Bowers. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to quiz me about what I was wearing under my kilt. Mm-hmm. Which I was... Uh, can I, and to put on record, in the same night, a kiss with Helen Flanagan teed up yeah. and Nicola McLean is quizzing you about what you're wearing under your kilt. Yeah. It was... And I actually won an award that night too. <laughs> it was quite the evening. Actually, to top that, do, I actually got... Uh, do you know the most famous person I've ever been asked about what I wear under my kilt? Mm. Alicia Dixon. And what did you respond with? I said... No, I made some sort of joke, like, will that be telling? Or maybe you need to find out. No, mm. I, I don't think I was as bold as that. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, if you can't even uh, kiss Helen <coughs> Flanagan, in fact, you just point blank, refu- you just avoided her just at refused. all costs. Just uh, yeah, the, the Alicia Dixon thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Not great. No. Uh, moving on. Uh, on behalf of the podcast, I would like to apologise to Miss Flanagan, Miss McLean and Mr Bowers. And Miss Dixon as well. We'll throw a sorry in for her as well. Why not? <laughs> um, we should also, at, at this point, apologise to the not just the podcast masses, mm. but the, the but to the national television because when so I hadn't realised that I'd done this until when it went out on the television on mm. STV on, and it was before the watershed as well. The camera panned on to me mm-hmm. after I won after after Helen Flanagan announced that I'd won my award. Yeah, and I swore. And so the ca- like the, ca- the camera panned onto me. You could see the word that was being used in my mouth, and then the camera like swiftly panned <laughs> away. When that went out on national television, the amount of people I had texted me, not to congratulate me, mm. not to congratulate me on having won my award, but 
to note that I'd just uh, sworn on national television was and it, it wasn't was edited it, out. Was it part of your acceptance speech? You said, as in you walked in and went, I'd like to thank my f***ing mum and dad or something like that. Or, <laughs> no. Thanks actually, to the band for always f***ing me off or something like that. <laughs> no, I didn't, no, it, it, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, that was quite a monumental moment, winning mm. the award, not the swearing on TV or the rest of the... Uh, this is all, almost becoming like, you know that game when, um, when I went to the shops, I bought... When, mm. I, when yeah. I went to the awards, I refused to kiss some Helen Flanagan. Yeah. Realised that Dane Bowers is actually alright. Yeah. Was quizzed about what I wear under my kilt by Nicola McLean. Yeah. Swore on national television. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like... And yet you still get invited <laughs> back to things. You've got to wonder. Uh, so... On the back of that, so <clears throat> that was one of the events to run by the, the Sunday Mail, the Daily Record, and they actually they have a lot of these kind of awards events throughout the year, which they now they now ask me to basically pipe the guests into each one, and mm. they're always they're always a hell of an evening. Um, there's um, lots of free food, lots of free wine, lots yeah. of free drinks, lots of quite important people in the room as well, uh, mingling about, and it's always great to um, meet different musicians and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Possibly one of my most surreal dinner event moments was I a couple of episodes ago we were talking about how I'd had a n- number of experiences with the Libertines and yeah. Pete Doherty and there was one evening uh, where I was playing at a Daily Record Awards event and uh, I went in I, I played played the guests I was able to stay for the meal mm-hmm. uh, but the entertainment that evening was Katie Tunstall and Simple Minds mm-hmm. right um, I didn't manage to stay for either uh, at that point, I really wanted to see Simple Minds. I've seen them a few times since. And they were great, just for the record as well. Um, <clears throat> but I had to dash off after the meal because I was playing with Pete Doherty and the Puta Madres at the Battlelands that night, right? Mm-hmm. Both in Glasgow. So I took my free meal, disappeared, <laughs> uh, went to the Battlelands, played my gig there, and it was grand. And then at the end of the night, well, we were on, we'd been on... Peter's tour bus. I think it was that that night I was telling I was telling about in the po- the podcast where the guy had given him the CD and he'd gone on the bus oh, and yeah. had played yeah. it and then the next time he's he's asking him to support him. Well, mm-hmm. after all those shenanigans and whatnot, a few drinks on the bus, I wandered back to the Hilton to get some sleep. That's where the the awards event had been going on and the the, the event itself was long done. Uh, there was like the bar was still open, so some of the musicians and stuff were ki- still kicking about. Mm-hmm. I wandered into the foyer. And Jed Grimes, do you know Jed Grimes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Formerly of uh, Danny Wilson, mm-hmm. um, played in Deacon Blue. Is yeah. now a member of Simple Minds. Yeah. Jed Grimes approached me and said, "Are you Craig Weir?" And I that that I was just mind blown at that point. I was like, "This is absolutely nuts." I was like, "Yeah, Jed, it's it's great to meet you." Like after mm-hmm. the, like, because obviously he's from Dundee, he's yeah, a well-established yeah. Dundee musician. But I had no reason for him to know who I, I was yeah. and he, he just congratulated me on what I'd been doing and stuff and Jed and I have kept in touch since he actually featured on the Highland Road and whatnot yeah. great mm-hmm. guy but that was a real crazy crazy moment for me because I had no reason to believe that members of Simple Minds would know who I was do you know yeah he um when I was at Apex Acoustics for a, a few years I've done sound with him yes yeah oh. he um <laughs> when he was at home because he lives in Dundee. <coughs> yeah. The very first time I didn't realise that uh, Paul, the owner of Apex, is very good friends with Jed. Mm. So when Jed was off and out cycling while he was at home, mm-hmm. he would drop into the office. Right. So the very first time he'd done that, I was sat on the computer in the office working away and the door opens and here's Jed Grimes in his cycling gear. And I was like, 
And did he say, are you Ali Ogilvy? Funnily enough, he didn't. No, he had <laughs> no he, idea. Did he try to kiss you? He didn't do that either. Did he ask you what underwear you were in? Didn't ask me that. Okay. Um, but I, Did he offer you a good rates for life modelling? He didn't offer me that. Okay. I offered him a coffee. Uh, we okay. had a wee coffee machine and I, I wanted a coffee and I was a bit like, that's Jed Grimes of Simple Minds. He just walked in to the office. He was home for a good few months at that point, mm. so he kept dropping in every time. I mean, I'm sure weeks. he's home just now. Oh, he's, he's definitely home just now. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. go and offer him a coffee in his house. <laughs> From a distance. From a distance. Throw it at him and run away. <laughs> Jed, catch. <laughs> um, so, did he accept your coffee? He did, yes. So, let's, let's just yep. clarify for the podcast masses. Again, hello. <laughs> what is Jed Grimes taking his coffee? Well, we have a, we had a wee coffee machine, so your options were either a black coffee mm. or a coffee with milk. That was so that's a white coffee, isn't it? That so is a white so coffee. So your options are so black coffee black or white coffee. Or white coffee. That yeah. was, I think we had maybe a sugar cube lying about. Okay. That was about it. It, it wasn't like a barista place, I'm not going to lie. Okay. I'm, and picturing the, I'm picturing the scene. Okay. You, well, you can picture myself and Paul in the office working away, yep. and Jed appears in his full cycling regalia, shall we call it. And uh, hangs around for a coffee and then goes away. Mm. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. That's Jed from Simple Minds. He just walked into the office on it, his cycle. He still didn't clarify. Did he go for the black side of the coffee or the white side of the coffee? And did he take that sugar cube? I honestly can't remember. <clears throat> it was a long time ago. Um, but he's really mad into cycling. So yeah. I, I, I would think maybe he turned it down, actually. Maybe he said, stuff your coffee. I'm, I'm fine with the water. Maybe he just went... Don't you forget about me. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> anyway, Jed, Jed James. In fact, Jed, if you're listening, let us know what um what you take in your coffee. Jed, give us a shout, let yeah. us know. More than happy to meet you for a coffee at a social distance. Yeah. Whilst wearing a face mask. Um we won't throw it at you. Yeah, yeah, it's not our style. No. So there've been a few of these uh, kind of um awards events along the way and I had a um I had another really cool one. Um and most of them are in Glasgow, actually. Actually, all the ones that were mentioned mentioned tonight are in Glasgow. It's the Celtic FC mm. Foundation invited me to this awards event, which was it was called the Maestro Dinner because it was to do with um, Paul McStay, who seemingly was the maestro for Celtic. And I'm not really sure how how Rio Ferdinand was involved, but it was mm. basically Paul McStay and Rio Ferdinand that were host that were like that this dinner was for. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a crazy night as well. There's been so many of them. Meeting Rio Ferdinand was pretty special. Mm-hmm. Um, and the entertainment that night was um, Rizzle Kicks. And yep. Rizzle Kicks had brought up Jack Whitehall um, mm-hmm. as their kind of guest on their table for the night. Yep. Now, at the time, I wasn't a big fan of Jack Whitehall. Didn't yep. think he was like, didn't think he was in the same category as like Dane Bowers. But... Yep. I wasn't a big fan, but I've since gone on to watch Bad Education and stuff, and it's, I think he's brilliant. He's yeah. so good. Jack Whitehall, let's just clarify. I, I, I couldn't tell you about the kind of coffee that he drinks. Mm. What a gentleman. Have I ever told you <clears throat> my Jack Whitehall story? Uh, are you a way to out Jack Whitehall, mate, in my own podcast? I've, I've never met him, so I won't right, okay. out it. But t- t- Tell me. When, when I went to Moldova a couple of times, <laughs> uh, the second time we stayed at a hotel, and the people of Moldova... Amazing people, incredible people, but the hotel itself is run down. Mm. Um, and in fact, if you go onto Netflix and watch uh, Travels with My Father, that well known streaming internet site, yes. if you go onto that site, 
and uh, watch a certain programme by Jack Whitehall where he goes around the world with his father. Can't name what it's called, obviously. Um, but <laughs> copyright. Not. So if you go on Was and watch, watch Journeys that. with My Dad or... Um, flying with... What, flying with Papa, Father flying or with something Papa. like yeah. that, yeah. If you yeah. watch that, episode whatever it is into that, they actually stay at the same hotel that we stayed oh, really? at in Moldova. And it is it's very run down. It's a sort of Soviet feel about it. However, when we checked into this hotel, the receptionist, um, lovely woman that she was, said to us, "Oh, we, did she offer you a kiss?" She didn't. She didn't even offer me a coffee. That's but that's if you, bad. If you watch the episode, you'll understand why. But she said, "Oh, we've had a very famous comedian stay here last week, John Whiteface." <laughs> and I said, "I think you mean Jack Whitehall." And she went, "Ah, yes, John Whitehall." I went, "No, it's Jack. It's Jack Whitehall." So, um. <laughs> so after that, I, I thought it was hilarious and we started laughing for a bit. So I actually tweeted Jack Whitehall and told him that story. And he <laughs> he liked it and replied and thought it was hilarious because he remembered the same woman. It was the same woman that checks him into the hotel as she did to check us in. What did he say in there? Just that he remembered it? And it was... Yeah, I think he said something like, oh, I remember her. She was brilliant or something <laughs> like that. And, and then it got retweeted thousands of times and things like that. Um, it was a highlight for me because I'm a fan of Jack Whitehall. He, yeah, is, well, he is good, actually. So... John Whiteface, if you're listening and you want to tell us about the kind of coffee that you that you uh, were offered in Moldova, mm, yeah, please feel free to uh, let us know. You know, we keep saying these things, but we don't actually let them know how to get in touch. That's a good point. Actually, yeah, you yeah. can, John, John Whiteface, you can reach out to us via the social media platforms. We actually need to get Twitter. Then we could tweet yeah. John Whiteface himself. Yeah, and mention same with Jed. We could we could speak yeah. to these people. Yeah, um, I'm sure that but people maybe have questions as these episodes are going on, so maybe we should actually answer some things if anyone yeah. has any questions interesting but I mean on to what we've discussed there might be some interesting questions I would think so yeah they might need to be censored oh a lot of it's going to have to be censored I think hashtag fake news yeah can't mention any names copyright <laughs> again so you've you've actually out John Whitefaced me so we'll just move on from that story <laughs> uh, possibly the most scary red carpet I've ever stood on was at the BAFTA Scotland Awards mm. For those who need an idiot's guide to the BAFTA Scotland Awards, they are like Scotland's version of the BAFTAs. <laughs> um, yeah, basically it's run by the same company, the, the BAFTAs, and Paul and I um, were both invited to play at the BAFTA Scotland Awards a few years back. Mm -hmm. And we were invited to play because Lorraine Kelly uh, was receiving the Outstanding Contribution Award, which, let's be honest, she absolutely deserves for her yeah. contributions to TV. And she, I don't think she knew she was receiving that award. Um, at the end of the night when she was getting that award, Paul and I had to pipe out, what's the name of the political editor boy? Brian. Oh. Big guy. Big Brian. We had to pipe out Big Brian and Jackie McNamara, right? So he was the Dundee United manager at the time. Um, just for the record, Ali is Googling once more. Twice in the same podcast, he is Googling. Brian, political editor... Brian Taylor. Taylor. Brian uh, Taylor. Brian Taylor, the political political editor for BBC Scotland. We'll edit this so yeah. that it flows. So, what's his name again? Brian Taylor uh, and Jackie McNamara were... Make sure and edit that. Seamless. <laughs> seamless. Are you saying Brian, Brian Taylor seamless? I've not even told me. I've not even told me. <laughs> oh, uh, Brian Taylor and Jackie McNamara were piped it because they were going to present Lorraine Kelly with this award. Right? Mm. So what that meant is that Paul and I had to play one tune at the end of the night after the free wine and whatnot. Yeah. Um, once again, 
and but that meant that we got to stay we got to be at the BAFTA Scotland Awards for the whole night which was just it was huge it was an unbelievable event to have been a part of yeah we're sitting in a room there with, with David Tennant Simon Pegg James McAvoy and it was like I felt like I mean everywhere I looked there was like well known faces people that mm-hmm. people that you that you see you're familiar with watching on TV all the time it's yeah. just it felt very very silly uh, actually being there Simon Pegg by the way what a guy he was such a nice guy to chat to got a really good photo with Simon Pegg actually mm-hmm. and Lorraine Kelly uh, we were picked for Lorraine Kelly because well the Dundee connection yeah. uh, the city but also she'd been quite a big supporter of uh, both the band and, and me which it was really it was really sweet to have the opportunity to play for Lorraine Kelly receiving that outstanding contribution to TV she also features on Highland Road, doesn't she? Another well. one that features on Highland Road, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, a mid podcast advert right mm-hmm. there. My favourite story from that from that night was Paul. <clears throat> Do you know Lemmy? Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lemmy was on the next table from us uh-huh. at the um, at the BAFTA Scotland Awards, and my brother was quite a fan of some of his his work at the time. Uh huh. So he sat at this dinner, and he uh, gets his, he puts his phone up as if he's going to take a selfie. Mm-hmm. Tries to sneak. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing an action right now because no yeah, one can they see, can't it. see it. Uh, he, he tries to put his phone up to take a selfie with Lemmy in the background, mm-hmm. but Lemmy noticed and starts waving in the back of the <laughs> in the back of the uh, uh, in the back of the screen. And my brother got an absolute minter, put his phone away, and never went over and asked Lemmy for that oh, picture. <laughs> Paul, come on! <laughs> it was such a funny moment. Actually, we were talking in the last episode about how I had how we had our. Um, signed Foxy Magic FM mugs oh yeah, um, yeah and how they were getting put by the place in my new place uh, that is now going to be your dad's Christmas present yep yep, yep. so dad if you're listening Merry Christmas <laughs> I might make a white or black coffee for you in mm. your Magic FM mug you can contact the podcast via <laughs> the social media and let us know what kind of coffee you would like <laughs> um, moving away from the coffee um, <laughs> that night we were served our like champagne at the welcome drinks in BAFTA champagne flutes mm. and I was uh, a bit scummy and stuck it in my in my uh, jacket pocket and uh, so as you can see my collection of glasses and mugs mm. in my uh, in my cupboards in my new place are uh, made up of um, different memories over mm. time because that BAFTA one sits pride of place in my cupboard for the sake of uh, being invited <laughs> to future awards ceremonies we should add that Craig does not steal from every single awards ceremony he goes to honestly your honour thank you very much for that Alan <laughs> uh, and so moving on to a, a night that, uh, or a, a, an event which you also have experience of because mm. you, were, you were there as our guest at yep. one point over the years we played quite a few times at the Scottish Variety Awards mm. um, which always took place in Glasgow we played at it quite a few times that's one that we got invited back to quite a few times um, we generally opened the night um, and then there was like music throughout the night there was one evening one night that we were there, the bill was mental. It was us and then Amy McDonald and mm. Twin Atlantic. It was, um, what a night that was. And Amy, Amy was lovely, by the way. Didn't offer a kiss, but she was full of compliments for, for the band. And she gave us a couple of really nice um, nice quotes for um, our biography, mm-hmm. which uh, I, can't, I can't remember what the quotes were, but if you want to check out www.gleadric.com, <laughs> You will see those quotes there, uh, <laughs> alongside uh, our picture of us with Amy McDonald. Mm. Yeah, we're doing a lot of promotions tonight. Really are. Yeah. We're really 
really putting yeah. it out there for the podcast yeah. masses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Scottish Variety Awards. They are they were always sponsored by Aldi, right? Mm. Yep. And Kyra, who was the um, or it might have been Lidl. Oh, that's a big. Moment. It'll be a well-known supermarket. A well-known supermarket that, in Scotland that has that was, four letters in yeah, its name, and came from German descent. And it yeah. ends with I, and might begin with an A or an L. We don't know. Lidl doesn't end with I. You've just given it away. Oh. It was sponsored by a, a German supermarket mm. who provide who were providing all the free wine for the tables, and <clears throat> there was one occasion where Kyra had come over to us and said to us, "If you look in the corner in the cupboard there." That cupboard is filled with wine. Mm. So I don't want you boys to be shy. Every time you finish a bottle of wine, just click your fingers and we'll make sure that there's a, another bottle of wine. Yep. And, and we kind of thought, if um, an event organiser has given us an instruction like that, it's really rude if you don't like follow their instruction. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like You need to, you need to see that through. Mm-hmm. So uh, we very, very kindly obliged. And it always, always turned into quite an evening mm. at the Scottish Variety Awards. An example of a... Uh, Stories that arose from the free wine was that mm. I think Kyra's partner was um, quite high up or the owner of MH Logistics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who are the sponsors of Hamilton Academical Football mm-hmm. Club. And as a result, uh, they always seem to have a table of Hamilton players at the, at the dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one unfortunate evening where there were a couple of ex Dundee United players playing for Hamilton at the time. Mm-hmm. And after a uh, after a few wines, one or two, you know, yeah. um, <clears throat> bottles, said players are mingling in the foyer at the post-event drinks, mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Weir here decided that it was the appropriate time to begin football chants. Uh, to which point, <laughs> to which point, he was ushered off to his bed. Um, but I think, possibly of all the stories at the Scottish Variety Awards, I mm. think yours is best. Not only have you out Jack Whitehalled me, mm. right? I think you're about to out Scottish Variety Award me as well. Um, it's definitely an event that's uh, a highlight for me. I would say a out, highlight. Out is that of, what you want to call it? Out of the ten years <laughs> that I've been involved with with yourself and the band, it's definitely possibly the highlight. It's up. There. Definitely possibly. It's definitely possibly up there. That sounds like a, as, an album for a, a tribute band, <laughs> the Oasis. Definitely possibly. Definitely possibly. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> do, do you want to elaborate and tell them what um, what is definitely possibly your favourite ever? Story? Yeah. So it was it was the it was actually quite nice actually to be invited to it. Um, at that point, I had been doing sound for the band for quite some time, so it was good to to go along and and support it and and be a part of it actually. And I remember. Uh, Watching you guys I, I had play. To, I, had to, I really had to convince you to come as well, didn't I? It was like, Ali, yeah. we've got this event. And it, it is, unfortunately, it involves lots of free wine, lots yeah. of free food. Tick. Like, Tick. Uh, 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 unfortunately, it's going to be a really good evening. Tick. Like, you, you, you re- if you want to and you really insist, you could come. Tick. Yes. I think I was, I, I think it was possibly actually working the next day somewhere because I remember having to leave Glasgow early as well for some reason. But anyway, drove through. It was good. Um, the night was good. We all got, you know, kilts on and stuff like that. And it was overall, it was really good. I remember sitting at the table at one point, realizing both Bobby the barman and uh, Navid from Still Game, Gavin Mitchell and Sanjeev Kohli. Sanjeev Kohli. They were both there. Massive Still Game fan. That was that was quite a highlight for me. Um, so our performance was outdone by it the presence was. of Bobby the barman. It really was actually. So it was good. Um, what I should add was. I was not prepared for dealing with vomit at an awards ceremony. I will not mention 
who it was, but it was Paul's ex-girlfriend, um, <laughs> who at the award ceremony at about nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night, it was very early, it was very early, decided to be sick into a wee party bag that we got on the table. Yeah, the goodie bag. Uh, into that bag, <laughs> uh, under the table. <laughs> So at that point, Paul was actually quite sensible and he said, right, that's, that's time for you, come on. But what he didn't realise was that he left said bag of sick under the table and it wasn't until about half an hour later I realised that the bag of sick was still under this table at this prestige awards ceremony. Good person that I am decided, right, I'll get rid of that. So I picked it up and walked to the gents' <laughs> toilets uh, in the hotel, walking past uh, some quite, well -known a lot, faces. quite a lot of guests. Uh, and taking the bag of sick to the male toilets and disposing of it. Because I was all that free wine at that point, I was quite gone. Um, I then left the gents' toilets, making my way back to the table, and clocked Mr. Weir at the bar, and as Craig... I was at the bar? That's, that doesn't sound like me. I know, yeah. That doesn't I think, sound I like I think you were getting a water, I think, mm. possibly. It's possible by that I think part. you were getting the water. Um, <laughs> so Craig stopped me and he said, oh, um... Gavin Mitchell, Bobby the barman, is just across there. Maybe we should go get a photo together. And I thought, well, this is once-in-a-lifetime opportunity of getting a photo with Gavin Mitchell. Big fan of him. Um, what I forgot was I still had sick on my hands from getting rid of uh, the bag of sick. So I've still got a photo on my phone of the three of us, me, Craig, and Gavin Mitchell. Um, luckily, my hands aren't in the photo because there would be a wee bit of sick on my fingers at that point. So I would like to say, Gavin Mitchell, if, if, I, if you're listening to this at any point, apologies if I did get any form of sick on you. It was not mine. If so, he wants to get in touch to, regarding his dry cleaning bill from yep. several years ago, he can also do so via the usual channels. Definitely. And as I say, apologies about that. Um, but it wasn't the... I thought that would be the, the sort of the worst part of the night. It wasn't far off um, until I realised sort of very early hours in the morning, about 3, 4 a.m., something like that. That was the event over itself. Um, everyone was going home. I think it must have been one of the organisers said that the band had to remove all their instruments because there was a function on in the morning. Um, by this point, there was only myself, Ross, and Craig's ex-girlfriend to cart all of the instruments, the drum kit, the guitars, the amps, everything, through the entire hotel, up two flights of stairs, into the lift, all the way up the lift, and then along several corridors. At this point, we also didn't realise where we were going to put them. So I think oh. we stacked them. <coughs> yeah, when you, when you mentioned this earlier, yeah. I hadn't considered that that was also a factor, that like rooms were shut and locked because people yeah. were uh, you know, sleeping. So we only had keys to my, my room, Ross's room, and you were, you were asleep in your room, and we couldn't really say to your ex-girlfriend to take the drum kit... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take these instruments if you take cart that along the corridors and things like that. So I think between myself and Ross, we ended up storing the majority of the instruments, the, the drum kit and all that, into our own hotel room. Um, and I genuinely, it was about three journeys from the function suite up to the rooms and back down again. The things you do for your pals, eh? So it was, uh, for me, that was, uh, that was definitely the best awards ceremony I've ever been to. And... I, again, apologies <laughs> to a lot of people. I feel like this episode, you know, maybe um, maybe it should be called Apologies or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, th that's a good idea. Because yeah. uh, I think there's a lot of apologies yeah. that, are, that are to be issued there. That's, this is the highlight, I think. Awards <laughs> and apologies, I think. Yeah, yeah I, like the, I like the alliteration there as well. I yeah. think we might... I, it was when, we, when we were finishing this uh, episode, I was going to talk to you about what you think we should call it, and I think we've just nailed it. There we go. 
tune in again next time for some more apologies for sure. <laughs> um, maybe we could get the award for the most apologies in one podcast. I wonder. I wonder if we could. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've not actually heard of an apology award at these at these dues, but you know, we could. But the trouble is, this is episode five. This is episode five of a lot of episodes, and we're apologising now. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a theme going through it, though. Eh? Mm. Like um, once again, la- last episode we are discussing whether we um, should rename the podcast near the bottom. Mm, uh, yeah. We might need to possibly. I, I, can... I think Gra- Ross said Graham was near the bottom. Graham's near the something bottom. about the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely something sniffing the bottom. He was doing something to the bottom, but Kerr was on top. Yeah, that is that's yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we need yeah. to. Yeah. I must ask him about that. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, welcome to Wheels World, the always apologising <laughs> podcast where apologies are our main content. Definitely.